Good evening, it is 5 p.m. and you're tuned in to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective. Christine Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, and Jesse Bell. Today in YGK is also brought to you through the support of the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University, and What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. Incorporate an Indigenous worldview and reduce carbon emissions in your water-wise garden by attending a free workshop. Kingston Native Center and Language Nest and Utilities Kingston are partnering to offer a free sustainable gardening and Indigenous agriculture workshop at 11 a.m. on Saturday, August 26th in the Water Conservation Garden at 1211 John Counter Boulevard. Participants must register by email. Base is limited and available on a first-come, first-served basis. At the workshop, participants will learn how to reduce the environmental footprint of their garden through Indigenous techniques of understanding plant relations within our community. An Indigenous worldview considers that plants and animals are of equal value to humans and other living things. The workshop aligns with Utilities Kingston's Climate Action Goals, providing public education on the connection between gardening practices and carbon emissions. Some highlights of this three, two and a half hour workshop include, you can participate in a voluntary indigenous smudging ceremony. This will take place in a well-ventilated area for those who choose to smudge. You can learn the indigenous worldview on plants and nature. You'll learn about sustainable and organic gardening, and you'll participate in hands-on water-wise gardening activities. The Kingston Native Center and Language Nest, formerly Kingston Indigenous Languages Nest, or KILN, was started at the grassroots by a local group of Indigenous language lovers and learners. You can learn more at their Facebook page, Kingston Indigenous Language Nest. Be sure to register for this event by Friday, August 25th. Registration is free and welcome to everyone. Contents of the workshop are recommended for participants aged 12 and older. To register, email conservation at utilitieskingston.com with the following information. Contact name, number of participants, and names of each. The best way to contact you in the event of a weather cancellation and accessibility requirements, if any. Once again, be sure to register for this event by Friday, August 25th. In the event of rain, participants will be contacted regarding cancellations. For more information, please contact customer service by calling 613-546-0000 Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. or visit utilitieskingston.com. Giveaway Day is Saturday, August 19th. Get your stuff. This Saturday, August 19th is Giveaway Day. The day you put out reusable items you no longer want for your neighbors who may like them. Give your items a second life with Giveaway Day. Giveaway Days are an effective and unique way to reduce waste in Kingston. When you pick up free, gently used items, you save them from landfill and reduce the waste associated with packaging and the greenhouse gas emissions associated with manufacturing new goods. It's a good way for community members to save money, says Adam Mueller, supervisor of Solid Waste. Share pictures of your Giveaway Day items on Instagram or Twitter at hashtag WasteNotYGK. The following are some giveaway day guidelines. Only set out appropriate items that you know someone else might want. Appropriate items include books, CDs, DVDs, furniture and small appliances, electronics, construction materials, kitchen gadgets, dishes, cutlery, pots and pans, and yes, unwanted gifts. Inappropriate items to put out, as advised by the Consumer Product Safety Bureau of Health Canada, include baby walkers, cribs, car seats, strollers, play pens, bath seats, mattresses, blinds, and toys. How to put items out. Place items at the curb in front of your house. Place stickers or signs on the items with the word free. Ensure any items that you do not want taken are kept away from the items placed at the curb. At the end of the day, bring any uncollected items back into your home. The city will not collect unwanted items left at the curb. Consider donating them to a local charity. How to pick items up. Respect other people's property. Do not walk on lawns or gardens. Take only the items that are marked free and placed at the curb. Don't leave previously picked up items on the curb at other people's property. You can find these guidelines at cityofkingston.ca slash giveaway. 
Celebrating 75 years in the Kingston community, Onconada is getting ready to celebrate 75 years in the Kingston community. Today, on Wednesday, August 16th, the organization is hosting an anniversary picnic for upwards of 400 people, including staff, supported individuals, volunteers, board members, and auxiliary members. Alistair Lamb, CEO of Onconada, says, quote, the organization has played a pivotal role in the community. I'm certain that this milestone would not have been reached if it wasn't for the dedicated staff and community support along the way. The event will kick off a year-long celebration with various activities commemorating the momentous occasion. Since the inception in since the inception in 1948, Onconada has been dedicated to providing vital support and services to the community, most recently supporting over 500 individuals in the region with developmental disabilities and their families. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is Lauren Tucker with your Arts Desk. Thanks, Christina. Here's your arts and culture news for today. Airing this Sunday, August 20th on CFRC, the Shortwave Radio Theatre Camp's final radio drama performances will be broadcast beginning at 6 p.m. Funded generously by the Kingston Arts Council, the City of Kingston, the Dan School of Drama and Music, and our 2022 funding drive donors, our free, inclusive, and accessible camp offered creative and skills-building fun for local youth aged 12 to 16, a third of whom were newcomer youth learning English as an additional language. Three different productions, Rossum's Universal Robots, Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea were performed and recorded by local youth over the course of July. And now, with final touches complete, the performances will be broadcast for you to enjoy. For more on this initiative, you can visit cfrc.ca to learn more. The Union Gallery has an open call for Queen's University student artists through to August 21st for presentation of their artwork on the feature wall this coming autumn, and through to October 16th for presentation in the Union Gallery main space in the winter of 2024. If you're a Queen's student with an arts piece you'd like to submit for consideration for display at the Union Gallery, you can get in touch with them at ugallery.director at queensu.ca with a statement of interest and examples of your creative works. More information about the call and how to submit is available at uniongallery.queensu.ca. Also at the Union Gallery, two new exhibitions will be premiering on August 29th and running until November 25th. In the main space, you'll be able to visit At the Buffet by Maddie Lecheck and Raquel Rowe. This duo places an emphasis when collaborating on food, fun, and experimentation. With a shared interest of food as a medium within performance art, the two experiment frequently with taste, touch, and texture. This all-you-can-eat exhibition highlights key moments in their collaborative journey thus far and focuses on the materiality of food by emphasizing color and form. And in the project room, Wane Kina, Should I Tell or Not, is curated by Mevish Rather and will feature work from Kashmiri artists exploring alternative and experimental forms of filmmaking that uses low-resolution technology and promotes sustainability. For more on these upcoming exhibitions, visit uniongallery.queensu.ca. Applications to the Isabel's 2023-2024 to Imagine Arts Incubator program are now open for the last week with a deadline of August 20th. This artist residency supports creation-based filming, recording, or streaming initiatives for original works. It seeks socially engaged art projects tackling the issues of our time. To learn more, you can find it all at queensu.ca slash theisabel. 
On Sunday, August 20th in Bath, Ontario at the McKinnon Brothers Brewery Grandstand, the 2023 Back to the Farm Beer and Music Festival will be hosting acts like the Bluestones, Joel Plaskin Emergency, Paul Langwa Band, Boston Levi, Nice On, Lauren Carson, Savannah Shea, Reckless and Banded, Kojak and The Empties. This festival runs from 11 a.m. to close and tickets are $45 but kids under 12 are free. This is an all-ages show with shuttle buses to the farm leaving from Memorial Center in Red House West in Kingston and the Waterfront River Pub in Napanee. For more on this event, visit McKinnonBrewing.com. Don't forget every Sunday that you can stop by Market Square for the Cataraqui Indigenous Art and Food Market, featuring a variety of vendors, each with their own unique touch. For handcrafted items, visual art, clothing, jewelry, home decor, and traditional Indigenous dishes from Cadu's First Foods, you can stop by Sundays from 10 to 3 p.m. through to September 24th. And all throughout August at Kingston's Independent Cinema, The Screening Room, you can catch the classic cinema lineup, showing favorite features like Wet Hot American Summer, The Lion King, The Searchers, Heat, Thelma and Louise, Some Like It Hot, and 1979's The Muppet Movie. Plus, you can visit on certain days for $7 family matinees. For more on special events, showtimes, and tickets at The Screening Room, you can visit ScreeningRoomKingston.com. And last but certainly not least, the Limestone City Blues Festival is fast approaching from August 24th to 27th in downtown Kingston. This year's lineup includes Jeremy Albino, Roosevelt Collier, Durham County Poets, Jerry Ledger and the Situation, Bywater Call, Rob Lutz, and Malinfont and Medford. This festival is in its 26th year and includes two main stage events in Springer Market Square, as well as shows in Confederation Park and in clubs across downtown Kingston. This year will also include a food vendor and licensed area. Respans for the the festival starts at $25 and are available now at downtownkingston.ca. That's all I've got for you on Arts Desk. Now I'll turn it over to Jesse Bell with sports. Good evening. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk, and this is your sports report for Wednesday, August 16, 2023. As the Queens football training camp enters its fifth day, now would be a good time to go over some of the key position battles on the team. Starting, of course, with the quarterback position, it's not so much a battle for the starting job, but rather a battle for the backup position. Incumbent starter Alex Freakin has looked sharp all throughout training camp, so it's no surprise that he'll be the day one starter for the Gales, but we are seeing a battle emerge between Russell Weir and Wolfgang Schad over the number two spot. As of right now, I expect Russell Weir to be the team's backup come game one against Wilfred Laurier. The running back room for the Gales continues to be a definite strong suit, so much so that there's no definitive number one guy, but rather a number one pairing, that of Jared Kasari and Anthony Souls. On the second team, it appears the top backup pairing is of the two Jadens, Jaden Kerr and Jaden Blackman. No matter who's carrying the ball for the Gales, they will have a strong, experienced offensive line in front of them. Look for this running game with its running back by committee approach to be one of the very best in all of Canada. With the departure of number 83, Richard Burton, there are some big shoes to fill for the first wide receiver spot. Here are a couple of names to keep an eye on as we approach the start of the season. Number 13, Nico Cuemo has looked incredibly sharp in camp, aggressive, fast, and strong. 
Number 89, Matt Camillo, has maybe the most underrated set of hands in the OUA. Number 3, Aiden O'Neill, the team's all-purpose yardage leader. More so a slot option, but very well could become wide receiver number 1. And of course, number 11, Josh McLeod, who has shown flashes of brilliance. Which of these men will step up and become the go-to target? Only time will tell. This is Jesse Bell signing off and throwing it over to my main man, Chancellor Miracle, for your community update. Starting today, all grade 9 to 12 students in Kingston will be able to renew or sign up for their free Kingston Transit bus pass for the upcoming 2023-24 academic school year. Returning grade 10 to 12 students with a valid pass from the 2022-23 school year will have their passes automatically renewed. Students, parents, and guardians are encouraged to head to Kingston Transit website for information about how to get a Kingston Transit High School Transit Pass and to review changes. Kingston Transit will visit high schools in the area and issue grade 9 passes and to complete a transit training session. Grade 9 students wishing to obtain their transit pass prior to Kingston Transit attending their school can also obtain a transit pass by completing the following two steps. Download and complete the transit card registration form available online and taking the completed form to City Hall, 216 Ontario Street, or the Guest Services Desk at the Cataraqui Centre, 945 Gardeners Road, along with a 2023-24 Grade 9 student timetable and a birth certificate. Fan Wu is continuing his curatorial research into conditioning spaces of joy as an art form and practice. PhD student, poet, and translator, along with Nasreen Hamada, the associate curator, academic outreach, and community engagement co-facilitate a student residency in Etherington House. Upper year undergraduate and graduate students from all disciplines are eligible to apply. A stipend of $1,000 will be awarded to each student resident. The residency begins the 28th of September, 2023 and runs until the 1st of October, 2023. Residents are expected to commit to the full span of four days. This is a daytime only residency, so students will not be staying overnight at the Agnes. The deadline is the 21st of August, 2023. That's all for now. I'm Chancellor Miracle, and this has been your community update. Now over to Christina Laurie with your campus news. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. The Queen's Feminist Leadership in Politics, aka QFLIP, executive team is hosting a Summer Taster event, Student Job Panel, this August 16th, 2023. This event is meant to support and facilitate networking opportunities for university students interested in future jobs in the wide-ranging realm of politics. Students are often unaware of the many postgraduate opportunities available to them, and the QFLIP team hopes that this event will inspire interest in these types of careers. Once again, this panel-style event is being held on Wednesday. Wednesday, August 16th, from 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. via Zoom. For anyone interested, the link to sign up for this event is available in the bio of QFLIP's Instagram page at q.flip. For Queen's summer students or soon-to-be fall students, you have a few upcoming deadlines to look out for in August. The 16th to the 18th is the summer term exam period for the July to August six-week session classes. On August 22nd, the time period to add and drop classes open enrollment period begins. And finally, on August 31st, summer term ends to give way to the fall term. That's all for your campus news update this week. And next up is Dinah with weather and traffic.
Thanks so much. And now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we'll have clear skies and a low of 16. Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 26. Showers on Thursday night with a low of 19. On Friday, showers with a high of 22. And cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and a low of 15 on Friday night. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 24. And cloudy periods with a low of 17 on Saturday night. And the outlook for Sunday is a mix of sun and cloud with a 30% chance of showers with a high of 28. And cloudy periods that night and a low of 18. And Utilities Kingston would like to let electricity customers in the CFB Kingston, Royal Military College and Berryfield Village areas that they will be affected by a planned power outage on Saturday, August 19th. Customers in these areas will experience a 30-minute planned power outage starting at 8 a.m. and a 30-minute planned power outage between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. And now it's time for the CFRC City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists, and pedestrians are advised of alternating lane closures on the LaSalle Causeway for repairs on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, August 22nd, 23rd, and 24th from 9.30 to 3 p.m. During these periods, one lane will be closed and one lane will remain open for alternating traffic. Two flag persons will be on site to direct traffic and motorists should expect short delays. There are road closures in effect on Curtis Crescent. The north leg at Portsmouth closed August 9th to September from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day. Fergus Street from Concession to First is closed August 15th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Johnson Street at Baggett to Wellington is closed August 19th at 7 a.m. to the 20th at 4 p.m. for the Greek Festival. Notch Hill Road, Queen Mary to Runnymede is closed until August 25th at 5.30 p.m. Queen Mary Road from Bath to Notch Hill is closed until August 25th at 5.30 as well. Queen Street from Sydenham to Montreal is closed August 14th at 7 a.m. to August 18th at 7 p.m. Queen Street from Ontario to King is closed August 15th, 7 a.m. to August 17th at 7 p.m. Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess is closed until September 5th. University Avenue Union to Earl is closed until December 22nd. And Wright Crescent at the south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace is closed until Halloween. The Chow Memorial Parking Structure Restoration Project is still underway. Alternate parking is available at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages at the two adjacent walks to the east. Other road delays can be expected on Bath Road at Queen Mary until August 18th, Bay Ridge Drive from Woodbine to Cataraqui Woods, Highway 15, Maine to Highway 2 and expect delays until August 25th, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Princess Street from Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, expect delays until October 31st, Portsmouth Avenue Johnson to Curtis, expect delays between August 9th to September 9th, Sir Johnny McDonald Boulevard at Johnson, expect delays until August 31st, Taylor Kidd Boulevard, Collins Bay to 100 meters west of Collins Creek Bridge, Union Street from Frontenac to Albert, expect a lane closure August 15th to the 18th from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, and Westbrook Road from Princess to Windermere, expect delays until October 31st. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for August 14th through August 20th. Have an event you would like covered on our website and news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. 
On Monday, August 14th, check out Mauricio Montesinos at the Bank Gastro Bar for a free Courtyard concert series performance. On August 15th, check out the Limestone Trio at Confederation Park for free starting at 12.30. Tom Savage will also host another happy hour jam from 4 to 7 p.m. at the RCHA at 4 o'clock. Cacao will also host open mic night from 8 to 11 p.m. at Musiki. On Wednesday, August 16th, head over to Jazz Wednesdays at the RCHA for a performance by Clear Breeze starting at 7. Christopher Jackson is also playing a free show at the Creekside Bar and Grill in Battersea, while Las Garcias will play all sorts of salsa, cumbia, mariachi, and more at Hotel Wolf Island starting at 5. And you can stick around for Open Mic Wednesdays run by Mike Rapkins starting at the hotel at 8 o'clock. Both shows are free. There's also an evening of poetry, music, and storytelling called Quirks of Human Nature happening at the Royal Tavern 2.0 starting at 7 o'clock at the same time. Steve Battig will play some guitar, harmonica, and mandolin music at Spearhead Brewery. On August 17th, Tom Savage will be performing music in the park at 12.30 in Confederation Park, and later on at 7 o'clock that evening, Courtney Kane will play some country music as well. Check out Taylor Adams at the Bank Gaster Bar for free starting at 6 p.m. that evening. Blue Martini is also presenting their rock open mic called Royal Jam featuring Rough Mix starting at 9 p.m. Meanwhile, the Nick McLean Quartet is playing at RCHA starting at 7 o'clock and also on the 17th. Field Blur, Savannah Shea and Elliot Sinclair are playing a show at the mansion starting at 8 o'clock. On August 18th, check out local artist Christopher Jackson and friends at their weekly show, playing covers and originals for free at Blue Martini starting at 8. Texas Tuxedo is also playing a free show at the Caesar Company downtown starting at 8. And you can also check out blues indie folk rock artist Yannick Michaud at the Juniper Cafe for free starting at 6 p.m. And later that night, check out Creep Show, Pound Salt, Su- Sonic Souvenir, and Nocturnica at the mansion. Doors open at 7.30. On August 19th, Mauricio Montesinos will play another show in Confederation Park starting at 12.30. Later that evening, Jazz Age Jazz with special guest Jasmine Wobadich will perform at the RCHA starting at 8. The Highfalutin Joneses are also appearing at 4 p.m. at the Creekside Bar and Grill, and Bon Evans is playing a free show at 2 p.m. at Spearhead Brewery. And the Gertrudes are presenting their album release party for the new album called Just To Please You, a free show at Daft Brewing starting at 7 p.m. And that night you can also dance the night away with some pop punk emo DJ action happening at the mansion. And finally, on Sunday, August 20th, starting at 11 o'clock, McKinnon Brothers are running back to the farm with Joel Plaskett emergency headlining. Visit the McKinnon Brothers website for ticket information. This week, CFRC invites you to listen to the Shortwave Radio Theater Camp airing this Sunday, August 20th at 6 p.m. Hear our first ever wave of campers recite audio drama classics such as 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and Buck Rogers. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University Career Services, and What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. 
Waddle Eye Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats, and sunglasses. Everything to complete your individual look. Waddle Eye Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at Waddle Eye Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at Waddle Eye Wear. Dear listeners, as you may have heard, Meta, which owns Instagram and Facebook, is blocking Canadian access to all content created by news providers, including this radio station, in response to the Online Broadcasting Act. Access to local news and information matters to everyone, and while radio stations use their airwaves to keep you informed, we also use social media to share local news, events, and initiatives, and even content about our upcoming programming. We need you to write your MP and convey your concerns. Learn more and find a letter template for your MP on our website, cfrc.ca. Thank you for your support. 